Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. And I've got a surprise for you if you stick around just a couple minutes of someone who's had a big impact in my life is going to be our guest this morning. I've got a question, though. What's the mark of a great Christian and of a great church? We think about growth. That's important. We think about winning souls. That's important. We think about worship. That's important. All these things matter. Obedience, disciples, that's important. Lots of churches today, they measure greatness. We pastors joke about people look at buildings, bodies, and bucks, those three things. And indeed, there's many, if you go to church growth conferences, that's what they talk about. How's your building? How how big's your building? What's your budget? How much money are you bringing in? And how many people are sitting in the pews? That's what so many churches look at and so many pastors can be consumed with. But what's the New Testament say? If you really look at what really matters, a couple verses come to my mind, and it really has to do with this. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, now abide faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Well, that ought to make sense because the great commandment Jesus gave, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another even as I've loved you. By this, all men will know you're my disciples if you have love for one another. Years ago, I remember reading a book by a guy named George Verwer called A Revolution of Love, and he said the answer to what the church needs, it's on, it seems to be on every page in the New Testament, it's hiding in plain sight, but we all seem to miss it. It's that we love one another. We, we get consumed with the outward aspects. But you know what? When life goes on, and after you've lived for Christ for a while, and you begin to cherish the relationships God has given you, and you begin to see that what God has really blessed are these relationships. And the word relationship, although it doesn't show up really in the New Testament, what is the word? Fellowship, love, these are things that really, really matter. So this morning, I, uh, we, as we've been sharing, we have had our 50th anniversary of our church, Linworth Road Church, got started way back about this time in 1973. It's a long time to be faithful to the Lord, and a lot of churches don't last that long. Do you know that? A lot of churches don't last 50 years and remain stable and strong and continue to raise up mature Christians. We're grateful for the early days, the foundations, what we are calling the founders of our church. And our church, as you know, we're start, I've shared earlier, we're started by two pastors, two elders, uh, Dennis Clark and Mike Cater. Yesterday, we got to hear some from Mike, and today we get to hear some from Dennis and his wife, Thelma. Now, Dennis, is probably some of you have not seen him recently, he had a real health scare two years ago. He got shingles. And it was hard to diagnose. And he was in the hospital for about a month, maybe a little bit longer. And it was it took a big toll on him. And he says this. Well, we were talking about this this morning. Even if you're bothered by some of the COVID stuff, that shingles vaccine, if you've had chicken pox, might be worth you getting. And he told me. And I'll have to add that to my to-do list. Anyway, um, uh, I'd like to go ahead and invite Dennis and Thelma to come on in and just give us a word or two about 
um, about their life and uh, what has mattered to them. So there you go. Hi. I love listening to this podcast about every day, and I'm so happy to be here. It's been really neat to see everyone again and rekindle all those loving relationships. Good. Dennis? Hi, I'm Dennis, and um, it's great to be back here in Columbus. It's the first time, actually, we've been back here since uh, 1973, so um, our 50th anniversary and it's just been amazing because the things we uh, take for granted, you know, when we first got here and saw, started seeing people saved, we didn't realize the effect that that was going to have in their lives in the future uh, and our lives and how, how that just bonded us together. Um, I think th- some of the things that, we, in that characterized our, our uh church in uh, our team before we became a church is the love we had for one another. Um, John 14, um, uh, I think the interpretation goes like this. Uh, one man puts it like this in John 14, 6, where it says, the love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. But he said it, in, the, in the original language, it means Paul's comprehension of how much God loved him drove him on. And uh, I think that's one of the marks that we, we had, at least we didn't have a lot of knowledge and we were unskilled when we came here, pretty much, uh, Mike and I, and leading the team of 35, uh, who were, most of them we didn't know. But I think one of them was uh, the, the main thing that really affected us, I think, was just our relationships. And, uh, and that's when... Tom's and my relationship got started, um, and it really happened this kind of a unique way. Uh, we had a, a prayer meeting on Friday nights uh, in our little team, our little church, and uh, and that prayer meeting went a long time, you know, uh, past midnight many times, uh, and we had that was just a combination of singing and praying, um, and. Uh, Somebody invited this 15-year-old in uh, uh, to to come to the Bible uh, to prayer meeting on Friday nights, and that's not something that the average 15-year-old uh, or 16-year-old 16, that was 16, 16 uh, how how uh, how much they enjoy prayer meetings. They'd rather do other things on Friday nights. So anyway, behold, Tom shows up, and uh, he had to be home. His parents, he was just a junior in high school, and I, his parents had him, had him uh, curfewed by midnight. He had to be back because <laughs> they didn't know who in the world we were. For all they knew, we could have been cults, but <laughs> imagine that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that, that was how Tom got with us, uh, and he started getting with us every Friday night. And, and that had kind of impressed me because he was just a young guy, and—, and uh, he really wanted to make his life count right off the bat. And that began our relationship, and it's been over 50 years now. Yeah. So, um, and that's very thankful. We don't realize, I think, at the time what what's uh, going to be counting for eternity, and that's just our relationships together. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You yeah. know, that's, uh, that's true, how you, you don't realize. I just love that. When you're sowing the seed— Starting a relationship, sharing the gospel, you never know where it could lead. 
You never know where it could lead. We got to, we serve a big God. Now, you know, one thing that's really, really cool also is the value of long-term relationships. I want to say this. If you have them, treasure them. If you have long-term relationships, treasure them. Here's a, here's a little hint about human life. We've, we meet someone and when you first meet them, they always put their best foot forward, don't they? And then you get to know them a little bit more and some of their flaws come out in life. And that's a real test for you. If when you see someone's flaws in life, someone's less than perfection, and you decide, oh, it's time now to go look for somebody else, greener pastures, well, that's, that means you're never going to have deep relationships in life. Because deep relationships work through things. Deep relationships work through conflicts. Deep relationships accept one another, and deep relationships last. Any lasting relationship is going to have some rough patches they work through, and then you know what happens? Your relationship's deeper. Works this way in a marriage, works this way in a church, works this way in Christian organizations, it works this way in businesses. People who stick together and work through, that's when you become close. Otherwise, it's just surface. Otherwise, it's just, you know, we're getting along when everyone's got their best foot forward or their best face on. But when you really live life together, that's when life, ha- that's when relationships get deep. With Dennis and Thelma, I had the privilege of living with them the year before I got married. And, uh, you know, I did not come from show what we'd call a troubled home, but I came from a home where we argued a lot and very rarely did we express love. When I lived in their home, I saw just the opposite. I didn't see a single argument, and all I saw was love expressed. It had a radical effect on me. I brought that into my marriage. As I often say, more is caught than taught. True discipleship usually happens through relationship, and that's why it's important to have friends and to stick through them, and these long-term relationships develop depth of Christian character and develop depth of love. We don't want surface love. We want love that's been tested and goes deeper and deeper and deeper. That's where God's glorified. That's what matters to Jesus. What's the mark of a great Christian? What's the mark of a great church? Where there's love that's tested and gone through the difficult times, gone through the fire, and lasted. That's the mark. That's what we aim for. Amen? Let's pray about it. Father in heaven, We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ and his new commandment that he gives to us that we would love one another even as he has loved us. What a challenge. What a challenge. Jesus, you you didn't say that your your goal is so many goals we have. You didn't say it's to go build a great building or to raise a lot of money or to have some great program. And although there's certainly nothing wrong with this and we like that, but Lord... Help us always remember the priority, your commandment, that we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, strength. We love the Father and that we love you, Jesus, and that we love one another. And how we pray for that. And I want to thank you, Father. I want to take time today, and I know many on this live stream feel the same way. Thank you for the loving relationships, the people who've built into our lives, who've loved us, And their love and their commitment has made us into the people we are today. We're grateful for that. And we thank you, give you praise. And we just say, Jesus, transform us, we pray. 
make us people who aren't living it's all about us, but it really is about loving you and loving others. We pray it and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, special day for me. It's been a special week. been a wonderful weekend. And uh, so glad you're along. You know, it's encouraging to me, Dennis and Thelma, my instructors, my teachers, my mentors, that they listen to this regularly because they value getting the Word of God every day. And they're people who have a quiet time every day. I know that. And they're hearing from God, but they value input from others as well. And so that's why we come here every day to get in the Word of God, be inspired, be encouraged, be edified. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you will join us regularly. The way it happens, make a commitment. You'll either come live at 8.30 in the morning or you'll watch at lunchtime. I know people do, or some would say I watch in the evening or whenever you do it. But if you build it into your schedule, you can be consistent. If you don't, if it just is when it shows up in your YouTube page, yeah, you won't be. So we believe in getting to the Word every day. We're glad you're here. If you are a regular, I'm glad to have you along. God bless you. You have a great day, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.